Can you be possessed? Perhaps even the person sitting next to you is possessed. And it is for this reason that we must issue this urgent warning. Here it is, the Bakotunes podcast with Matt Munoz. Audio brought to you by Chain Cone Clark. Let's talk about Cesario's Chili Dog review of Exorcist Believer. Cesario, tell us all about it. Well, let's just say that this movie, uh, first of all, it, it, it was there's so much. The Exorcist, when it came out, there's so much kind of... Uh, history that we don't even know and so much context we don't even know when the exorcist came out the big baddie wasn't so much the devil as it was the devil possessing the, the body of a little girl their little kids were used as villains before you know with the innocence and you know village of the damned and those kinds of things lord of the flies uh, where they're the antagonists but never had it been so um how do I put it? So stark and so graphic and so violent mm-hmm. and so just uh, terrifying yeah. as it was in that movie. So contextually, that movie was nothing like that had ever been seen. So we have 50 years of, of you know, ripoffs and, and, and just all this kind of like war troid ground that for them to do The Exorcist again is a really tough thing because The Exorcist showed us stuff we've never seen before and we still have it. The Exorcist as it is right now is the reason why it has so much power is because William Friedkin, the director, is was a documentary filmmaker. Who just passed away. Who just passed away. And who, notoriously, who I found out later on, said that during, according to somebody that, that talked to him before he died, he said that David Austin Green, the, the director, was going to be remaking the, was going to be making a sequel to his movie, The Exorcist. And he said, can you believe that? The guy who did the Pineapple Express, if I die, I swear I'm going to come back and possess him and make his life hell. <laughs> That's what William Friedkin paraphrasing like, what he said. That sounds like he, William Friedkin, if and, you ever heard his interviews. And just a, also one other little trivia tidbit, the movie was supposed to be released today, but because Taylor Swift's era movie was being released on the same weekend, they moved it a week early. That's why it was released last week. Oh. So, Which just goes to show the only thing the devil's scared of is Taylor Swift. <laughs> So, so, anyways, going back to the exercise, okay. there's almost no music in the movie. No. When it is, it's more usually sound effects and different kinds of volume. Right? Now, did they use tubular bells at all? In the yeah, they end. Oh, in the okay, end. Okay, they right. they kind of hint at it here and there, and they play like it a, a trap, a hip hop trap version of it. No, it's subdued. It doesn't have the the chimey piano. None of that. Okay, none, so none, none of the Mike Oldfield original. Nothing. Okay. Well, it, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's like their own. It's a, a, just like The Exorcist. It's their own kind of updated version mm-hmm. of it that's not as good. You know which which is a really good version of it. Sidebar: mm-hmm. uh, Book of Love's version. No. Of, uh, of uh, tubular bells. No, that's the, that's. Good. And they definitely incorporate a little bit of the Exorcist in, in there. You hear like the voice, the the singers. Anyway, that's another thing. Well, the thing about the Exorcist <laughs> was it was so subversive. It was almost sacrilegious. I mean, no, let's get real. It was sacrilegious. I mean, the stuff yeah. that they would have in this. But the thing is, it wasn't coming at it from a point of view of somebody that was pious or somebody that was saying religion, Catholicism, God will save the day. No, and there was no win- there were no winners in the Exorcist. No. 
and and it, it's I mean the devil was beat and to fight another day but at the and at the end the good guys won kind of I mean quotation marks but not at what cost mm-hmm. you know everybody was decimated yeah. there was yeah so this movie was crushing it was devastating it was terrifying it's still terrifying I just thinking about the movie makes gives me vertigo. The original, the original. The original. Okay. So we're not talking about Believer yet. So when I went to go see Believer yesterday, I already had fifty years. Well, let's be real. I saw it in the seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So I have all these years of expectation and weight and gravity of history. Not to mention the historical gravity of the movie and the influence it's had on pop culture for generations yeah. already put up to it. David, and this is and this is. The official sequel. This yes. Is, this is this was being advertised and promoted at officially as this is the official sequel, not like the Heretic. No, it's completely skipping over Heretic yeah. and Legion and uh, the TV and show. And three and the TV show and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's supposed it's, to go right to this. Yeah, okay. the TV show is actually supposed to be a sequel, and the TV show. For any of you listening, that what came out on Fox a few years ago, quite a few years ago actually now, uh, with Gina Davis for for a while, it's, good, it's really good. It's mm. it's a lot. It's surprisingly good. It's a lot better than the movie. The the movie. Let me put it to this way: David Austin Green didn't stand a chance. Universe. The the movie studio doesn't stand a chance. There's no way it could actually hold up to the weight of The Exorcist itself. Yeah. I didn't not like this movie. I pitied it. I felt sorry for it. There were moments in the movie where it was like, oh, it's a real movie. And then there are moments in the movie, especially a montage in the middle <clears throat> where a character's talking and you're seeing people kind of going through. And I'm like going, this character that's doing the montage just had something incredibly, not only traumatic, but physically, you know, like hampering. And she's talking like, she's like talking like it's a Rocky movie. And the it, it's 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 unbelievable, like in the most literal sense. So it, that's and that's the thing. Another thing that made The Exorcist, the original, mm-hmm. so effective was that it was believable. You, yeah. I mean, you had people like freaking out, yeah. thinking that everything was possessed. Well, it's, it's practical, practical makeup, practical effects. Dick so, Smith, yeah, yeah. You just it, it just looked real. Yeah, it, and I mean, and there were injuries on set because of it. Linda mm-hmm. Blair's famously yeah. so, but. Again, it was treated like it was a, it was filmed like it was a documentary. Hey, you ever want to see what an exorcist looks like? Yeah. Or what an exorcism looks like? Here, this is what it, you can imagine this is pretty close to it. This movie doesn't just subscribe, uh, subscribe itself to one tenet of faith. It has, there's some Haitian uh, ritualism. There's some, um, there's some uh, Christian Protestant of pastors there's some there's a, a catholic priest you know and, and they're all kind of gathering together to do this exorcism at the end which is let me put it this way the one in the conjuring was much better in terms of in terms of like the intensity of it this one's intense but but it's the more the whole movie is just it's, it's little parts we we've seen since the exorcist film i mean it spawned a bazillion yeah knockoffs. And that's the historical gravity yeah. i was talking about but the other part about it is it's the first of three the 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 way that they made the contract i was, read about i read about that yeah that, so this one since after the 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 critics reaction to it mm-hmm. that they've started to kind of rethink the direction that they're going to go in contractually into it. yeah contractually yeah. though they are obligated to make the third movie mm-hmm. second and third movie so they're regardless if this movie makes money or not they're they're not, doing it so uh, same director 
Same. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I think I read something that he had said. Of course, I'd want to do it. I'd want to keep on going, but there might be a chance it might not happen. Yeah, and the thing is, well, because it's uh, another another person to help with the story was Dan, comedian Danny McBride, mm-hmm. you know, who did really well on Halloween, and and the story that for you know that he's done every ever since then he's he's kind of one of those back background guys, who's he's got yeah I'm Danny McBride he's found down. Son, you know that kind of comedian, but he's really good at, at understanding genre because mm-hmm. he loves it. And I could see where they kind of wanted to go into it, but again, this is just the first part. You know, there's you, you, the cameos you think are going to pop up, pop up. There's the things you think they're going to happen. People, you know, they're they're going to throw up. They throw up the the effects of you know lots of there's the cgi yeah, lots not, of lots of lots of voices creepy not, voices yeah a couple of jump scares here and there yeah. and let's forget there were jump scares in the exorcist oh yeah too. but you know however there's there was one scene that i those those scenes in ex, first exorcist that would that the you were just kind of braced yourself was remember when that when they're all running up the stairs to find oh, out what's happening yeah and the camera's following them yeah so you documentary see the look, style you're looking on the look on their face like what is this noise to so the doctor and they go up and they open the door and it's just and madness that's just it's just, madness. It's just crazy it's just like everything's flying all over the place that's that that initial shock of what you see is that cinema verite. <laughs> it's that cinema verite, that realistic documentary style that was so that brought that brought you in. And there was no music. There was, there's very little music throughout the movie, except you know on certain parts like the the the, the strings when they show her belly when the yeah. help me comes up. You know, and again, just thinking about it gives me terror. Yeah, and. and it, there's nothing like that. They have a they have a scene like that in this one, and it's just like. Meh. Now let me ask you this: a little, little, another little thing that little controversial. Sure. Was this the woke exorcist? No, no. no there, is, there, uh, is there a woke exorcist? Because the, there was okay, one. I only say this. I only say this. Just kind of. As, there was one line in the movie well, that kind of they, makes they it. Have, they have like, they have like the white girl and the black girl. Right. Do you see that as kind of like a woke thing? As no, they would say it I, is? I like. No, I think that if anything, it's kind of representative of what culture what culture would be like in Georgia, where the actual movie is set, okay. and also the, the main characters in the movie. It starts. Out, there's a lot of kind of stuff that similar. Like in the original Exorcist, there was a, there were there was a scene that starts off in Iraq, and there's a scene where Father Marin looks, and I've seen this movie a lot, and I've dissected this movie oh, yeah. a lot, and there's a scene where he sees two dogs fighting, yeah. which is the spiritual and the the natural. Yeah. The supernatural and the natural fighting each other and this movie starts off in Haiti with this with the very same first shot of these two dogs fighting so it's a movie that's well aware of the mythology of the movie as well speaking of mythology and Greeks and everything okay. else like that alright alright but, so, but I, so they so they actually I think it's because we're fed so much about everything like the wokeness and blah blah blah, blah. so yeah, our, the messages get kind of blurred but it's just like it. yeah alright well, well there, it's, it's, no, it's no I just s- wanted to I just wanted to ask because did, did it seem like they were maybe uh, instead of they they were pandering a little bit too no, much. If anything, no, if anything, no, you know, they, I don't think they were pandering. I think they just kind of recognized there's a scene in the movie. It's no secret that Ellen Bernstein is back in the movie. The 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 the, care, the actress who played the the mother mm-hmm. of Reagan in the first yeah. movie, and she says, you know, she says to one of the characters in the movie, you know, it's like, you know, I should have the reason why I wasn't in that room. Well, for years I thought it was I just blamed the patriarchy, mm-hmm. and that's the line that she says, and it's kind of like, well, that makes sense, you know, but it's. 
you know whether or not it needed to be in that scene or not that remains to be seen for the taste of the, of the screenwriters or the director you yeah. know but it reminded me of that of Expendables 4 where yeah. they, where they made, you know where they're just like going hey treat the ladies nice oh yeah you know and then you know and but then they end up being like that. but then like the very next scene later they treat women like props and mm-hmm. the, the, the own so it's kind of like anyways so there's a, there's a lots of part to it but I mean obviously the review, the message that I'm getting right here is that go see it because you have no, to. No, don't you go see it. it. Don't, don't go, go see, see it. it. All right. Wait, wait a couple of weeks. Watch the first one. Watch the first wait one. a couple yeah. of weeks. It's going to be on Peacock. It's going to be you're going to it's going to be streaming. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. If you want to watch it just to, out of curiosity's sake, I'll go for it. If you don't want the original movie kind of muddled by these new kind of sequels. Don't don't watch it. You don't have to. But here's something that I will say, and I'm probably going to do a spoiler here. They never mention the name of the demon in this movie, ever. They don't mention the name of the movie, the demon in the first movie either, until Exorcist Two. Yeah. By the way, there are parts in this movie that reminded me of Exorcist Two, especially some of the Haitian stuff, which reminded yeah. me of the James Earl Jones scene in that movie. <laughs> so right. it's like, so if you want a combination of the Exorcist and Exorcist Two, here you go. Wow. So, now, All right. the, check this out. The name of the demon in this movie, according to IMDb, is Lamashtu. That's the name of the demon in Not this movie. Not Pazuzu. No. Lamashtu's mortal enemy is Pazuzu. And there is, are scenes where, like, they mention Reagan, and Reagan's mom shows up, and they're like, oh, and they're looking at her. And you think, oh, they know her. But the reason I think they know her is because they see her as the enemy, because it's two demons fighting each other on Earth. Mm-hmm. It's Lamashtu and the mortal enemy Pazuzu, and the demons are going to be using humans to fight each other. That's what I imagine they're going to do with the second and the third movie, where it's going to be demon off. You know, and to me, it's like, that's so freaking stupid. <laughs> you know, it's, it's clever in terms of like, if yeah. you didn't know, but they kind of, you know, it's like, oh, what a twist. Get it? It's, they're, 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 not, they're not friendly to each other. They're enemies. That's how they, yeah. that's how they, it's like, <laughs> So the stronger demon wins. You, or, <laughs> May or, the stronger demon win. Well, it reminds me of like the Jurassic. Stronger demon win. It's like Jurassic Park where they just, what are we going to do with these dinosaurs? Or just make a bigger dinosaur. Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right, all right. So how many chili dogs does Exorcist Believer get? One. One chili dog One for chili Exorcist dog. Believer a in theaters now. A sad Pitiful. Oh, you ex- you you would expect Hollywood. I I'd expect more from you from for Cesario on his birthday weekend. You, He's turning fifty. As old as The Exorcist. Uh, as old as The Exorcist the ex- film. I'm actually a little bit older. The Exorcist came out on December twenty sixth, nineteen seventy three. Ah. But you know this is check this out. Roller rinks, mm-hmm. cheap trick, mm-hmm. The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only thing that arrived in the seventies that's being celebrated. Also, hold on, Los Lobos. <laughs> Let's love us. That's it. Let's love us. Had to give it because we're wrapping up Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, absolutely. And we're wrapping Hispanic Heritage Month si with my brother Cesario Garasa right okay. here. All right, Cesario. So, uh, what are you going to do for your birthday, man? I hopefully sleep. Sleep? You're going to sleep? <laughs> That's what I got. I've, I've got a recording session with some, with some friends coming into town. I'm still planning on whether I'm going to be eating dinner by my, with my wife, Elisa, over at Red, uh, Red Lobster. Not your wiener schnitzel. Oh, we're, oh, no, I do that during the day. <laughs> I'm probably going to hit some uh, chili cheese fries on the way here. Using <laughs> yeah. a coupon. Get two for, you know, dollar Oh, if anybody's good at coupons, it's your wiener schnitzel. Oh, right? absolutely. I have it on my phone. 
and the guy and the people that work there like uh, the guy at the window would just be like oh, what's a good one doesn't you know you know what I miss is uh, movies being doing promos with uh, fast food places yeah they don't th- they don't do that anymore uh, no not well, since Congo Congo was the best worst one uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell with the Godzilla the, the Godzilla cups and yeah. everything else like that <laughs> yeah th- I, I, wait I, wait ta- Congo did was was also Taco, Taco Bell, Bell yeah, right yeah yeah all right now what would Exorcist Believer be who would they who would they go great with. Chilies. Chili? <laughs> chili bowls? The, the red hot exorcist bowl. Right, chilies. Hot as hell. Yeah. You know? Believe her. Believe it. Believe Believe this is delicious. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cesario. Happy Good birthday. <laughs> the Baco Tunes Podcast with Matt Munoz. New episodes every week. And for the latest, be sure to follow us at Baco Tunes on Instagram and Twitter. That's B A K O T U N E S. And be sure to like us, rate us, comment at us, and don't forget to subscribe. We'll be back next time.